T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Paul Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good morning. Happy Friday. TGIF. TGI. Thank TGT. Thank God the Sabres game is in the rearview mirror. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Paul's reports on WGR brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Raylax Honda. Raylax, we got this. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi, and now Mr. Paul Hamilton joining us on the West Her Hotline. Good morning, Paul. Hey, guys. Paul, I'm going to read you a funny tweet that I've got. Scott wrote in, I'm pretty confident in the hour or so I've listened, I've not heard the same adjective twice to describe the game. Still available, drubbing, thrashing, and bludgeoning Hmm. the Sabres and the Stars last night. Um, Boy, Paul, I mean... They never had it. I mean, it, it was a little bit like the Islander game where, you know, the Islander game, they lose on a kicked goal, but they were thoroughly outplayed. And against Dallas, it got to 3-1, it got to 4-2, it got to 5-3, but they were getting destroyed pretty much the whole night. Yeah, I think they're just as surprised about it as we are, that they're coming out and playing like this. I mean, the Edmonton game, it was an even game. They played their best, Edmonton played their best, and... They, it wound up being a one-goal loss. Uh, but the Islander, I would say, midway through the Islander game, right on through this one, it's just been, I mean, the, the defensive zone coverages, there aren't any. I mean, it's it, it's absolutely, it, it's mind-boggling watching how they, they just aren't playing the way they're supposed to. And, they they just don't have the, the, anybody. They don't cover anybody. It, everybody's wide open. Uh, it's two on O's. It's breakaways. It's three on ones. People are standing in front of the net by themselves. They come in from the point. Nobody covers them. They have no idea they're there. Um, it, it's just it's it is it's mind boggling. Like how can you play like that? The, the, the turnovers. I mean, yeah, they turn the puck over sometimes, but not not like what we've seen especially last night and in the in the last half of the Islander game too it's just turnover after turnover after turnover and you know 
they're just they're just hanging their goalies out there to sit there and face breakaways, two on O's, wide open guys. I mean, it, it, it's it really does look like pond hockey where people are just out there and you know the it, it's just rush after rush after rush. Is it about not having I don't know tactical answers? Is it mental? What they just like drifted away and lost focus? I mean. It, you said they're looking for answers. What's the head coach have to say about it? Yeah, drift, drifting away, I think, is good. I mean, it's it, it's they're not taught not to cover anybody. I mean, that's not that's not the system that they have. They're not taught to give the puck away in 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 all situations. So you wind up with outnumbered situations coming back the other way. They're not taught to be oblivious to point men who come in and. You, you you don't have your head on a swivel and you you don't pick them up as they're coming in. I mean it, it's it's not a system thing right now. It's it's just a complete breakdown. It's a mental breakdown, and and they're just not you know they're not thinking the game well. They're they're making horrendous decisions, and it's coming back the other way. And then they don't cover anybody. And Quite honestly, I don't say this lightly. Twice they've quit in a game in the last week. They did it in Boston, and they did it. They did it last night, where they just absolutely quit and hung their goalie completely out. They did it to Lukanen in Boston, a three-nothing game. Uh, an over, an empty net goal comes in with five minutes left, and next thing you know, you basically stand around and watch the Bruins beat you seven to one. And last night was a was a. Uh, what was it, a five to three game? Then the Sabers probably played their best two minutes of the game. They they put some pressure on. They put some heat on. Oposo had a great chance in front all alone. He couldn't score to make it five four. And you know a five a five three game. Next thing you know, turns into a ten four game because they basically quit and did nothing at all. To, it was basically the Dallas Stars against a goaltender is all it was after that. There's plays last night, Paul, where like Dylan Cousins not wrapping a guy up in front, other forwards doing the same thing. I'm wondering more about the forwards this morning and how much of their their whole you know season and being incapable of really keeping the puck out of the back of their net. We talk about the goaltending in the blue line, but how how much of it do you really think comes down to they just don't seem to have a lot of forwards that are defensively responsible other than, honestly, like the Joe Stuckposa line. Joe, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, uh, the defensemen get blamed, as they should, but it's it also is a five-man unit. And especially guys coming down the slot, you know, especially late, the, the defensemen that come down the slot, they, they have gotten burned so many times this year, all year long by defensemen, who, who join the play or come late, and they're absolutely oblivious. They have no idea the guys there, none, no awareness whatsoever. The one thing this team really, really has to improve on is their awareness, and that's you know that's a five, that's playing as a five-man unit, and having a good gap between your defensemen and your forwards. And when they when they play as a five-man unit and then play fast, they don't, you know, they're, and they're on their game. That's when they have the puck. One of the reasons they're defending all the time is they don't have the puck because they're giving it away in these two games. The, the, the turnovers have just been mind-blowing, some of them. It's like, what are you doing? Why, wh- wh- when did you start doing that? You know, as I'm sitting there watching. Um, 
Dylan Cousins against the Islanders, I've never seen him. It wasn't even close how many turnovers he had. Tage Thompson last night turned the puck over all night long. And and it, a couple of times it wound up in the back of the net because of it. And you know, I, I, Dylan Cousins against the Islanders, I would say probably that was the worst game I've seen him play as a pro. And Tage Thompson against the Stars, that was absolutely the worst game he's played since he's gone to center. There's no question about that. You know, Paul, on Cousins, let's, let's start there. You know, he, of course, shows a lot of promise. And, you, you know, you've been very high on him for a long time. And the Sabres are high on him. They've extended him, of course. Do you feel like, I guess what I want to say is, some of the, some of the numbers, some of the, the evaluation of his defensive game it's a little bit of reputation more than it is result. Like he's he's going to be there. People th- look at Thompson as like the superstar that's going to put up all the points, and Cousins will be the two way guy. But there really is a long way to come from him defensively. Still, it seems like he's in a bit of a defensive rut right now, because there was a time not too long ago where he was a pretty good def- two way forward, but he certainly hasn't been recently. You know, and and. It's it's just, it's just like he seems to be in a rut. And he can't get himself out of it. You know, he was, of course, livid at, at the way at the turnover. I don't remember which goal it was. The eighth, ninth, tenth, they all blended together. Uh, one of them, he turned the puck right over at the blue line. Bang! Back come back on the stars. I don't know if that was the two on zero or if that was the breakaway or what that one turned into, but. It turned into a goal and an outnumbered situation, and he basically went over and broke his stick over the boards or whatever, and that's all fine. And I, I want to see them mad. I want to see them get mad, but it just seems like the more he wants to do well, the worse he gets. It's almost like he he tries too hard, and then it, it turns into just a schmozzle after that for him. So I don't know if he just needs to relax a little bit and, and try to get his game back. But uh, you're absolutely right. His defensive game has just been almost non-existent in, in uh, most recent games. Paul, how did you feel about Comrie being in for all 10? It didn't feel like – maybe you even said this on post game, which is why I'm thinking this exact phrasing. It didn't feel like there was an easy time ever really to pull him. Did you hear me change my mind right in the middle? I was talking to <laughs> Maybe. Ryan, Maybe. and I was, I was like, furious. I'm like, I don't understand why you're leaving a goaltender out there. And then I talked myself out of it, thinking, but what, what, what was there? Maybe why did you do that? And I'm thinking, the guy who just turned 24 yesterday, that was his birthday, I don't think I want to put him into that. And I don't want any goalie to have to be, go through that. But I don't think, I, especially since... The 24-year-old had to go through it in Boston where his team quit on him. And that was a 3 nothing game, and I thought he had played a pretty good game against Boston, and then his team hung him out there where in come the Bruins playing tic-tac-toe with nobody around him and you know, basically saying, all right, any of the three you can score. Let's just decide which one of you are going to score type of a thing. And so that, then I thought, I just don't think that would have been a good idea to put your young goaltender in. Had Craig Anderson been the backup I would have finished the rant and so what are you leaving what are you leaving your goaltender in for 10 goals for that's ridiculous I mean and and, you know I I would have no qualms whatsoever changing goaltenders and putting Craig Anderson in there Um, but uh, I I, I, I basically talked myself out of the rant when I thought to myself yeah I don't know if that would have been a real good idea throwing Lucan in there 
We'll get a phone call in for Paul. Matt in Angola. Matt, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm pretty fired up as a Sabres fan, and I'll tell you why. You know, going I don't going back, our GM never was a GM. We got an assistant coach that I don't I don't like hiring within the within the the, the, the system. Our last two coaches have had an absolute terrible, non-existent resume. I, I want Pagula to step up to the plate. I thought his passion was hockey. To bring in an experienced, knowledgeable coach that the players are going to look up to. Maybe they, when they were younger, they followed them like a Doug Gilmore, for an example. We got these coaches who in the right mind would leave their goalie in for ten goals, and it goes back to it: who in the right mind would have a forty-three-year-old goalie? On the roster, Anderson would not start for any team other than the Buffalo Sabres. It's an embarrassment to the fans that pay a lot of money for their tickets. They follow it. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. We played the last four or five games, our good quality teams, that we're going to have to compete, and we get our shorts blown off. <laughs> I, I think major changes need to be done, and I don't think Pagula has the knowledge or experience to make these changes. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. All right, Paul. Pick whatever you want out of there. <laughs> I disagree with all of it. I I don't think they need a coaching change. I don't think they need a GM change. Um, when the season started, I, I, I don't know, I, I get from this caller that he was expecting them to um, be a force in the NHL and be either a Stanley Cup winner or contender or whatever. I did not expect that when the season started. Um, they've far exceeded my expectations of what I thought this season could be. I expected a team, an improved team, but I certainly didn't expect them to be challenging for a playoff spot. Um, I, you know, I think they've brought some very good players. I think they've drafted well. I think they've developed their players well. Um, I haven't heard any of them say that they're anywhere near a, a championship team at this point right now. Um, I think they're right on basic schedule. And have they played well in this stretch when, no, they haven't reacted well to it. And that's part of the part of having a young team and having a young team go through it. Playoffs are a process and getting to the playoffs are a process. They always have been. I mean, look at the process Tampa Bay went through when they, they were favored to win and they got swept by uh, Columbus and then they figured it out and won two Stanley Cups in a row. And, you know, that's – look at Edmonton, you know, what the process they've gone through. They, they've had, obviously, some good players there. But, uh, you know, it's been a process for them too. So, you know, I just, I just disagree. Uh, I, I don't think any changes need to be made. On the goaltender point, Anderson's age and the workload and now Comrie's season as it, you know, it's nearing its completion. Are you feeling like they're going to do something else to pair with Lukanen next year and it wouldn't just be, it wouldn't be the, the same combination or, you know, two of the three guys that are currently here? They might. They might look at it. I mean, the, the obvious plan was to have Comrie and, and Lucan and the goaltenders, Levi and Rochester, and then, you know, once Comrie does his contract is up, then the next year it's Lucan and Levi that that would go f- with that. I'm still f- semi convinced that Levi's not going to need the time to develop as a lot of goalies are. He seems to me to be very advanced as a college goaltender. Um, now that I'm not 
at all saying that he should just show up and pop into the net and he's never going to have to go to the minors. But I don't see it as, well, he's going to have to be down there for three years and be their starter and that type of thing. I, I could actually envision sometime next year, you know, where he's playing and, and, and then earns a, earns a chance to get up here and, and get some games type of thing. I, I think he's that advanced in what he does. And by getting his second college season this year, and again, up for the Richter Award, he's now a finalist, an award he won last year in his first year in college. That uh, you know, I, I I could see that, but yeah, I, I think definitely they could reevaluate possibly when the off season is over, and say, okay, what are we going to do this year? You know, as as they develop Levi in in Rochester. Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll get another call in here for Paul Kevin in South Buffalo. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Just a couple of quick comments on the Sabres. And it seems like every year, you know, we're dealing with something different with this team. You know, and this is not in the particular, you know, the the, the playoff drought. But when we don't have goaltending, we have scoring all of a sudden. (laughs) When we don't have goaltending or when we don't have scoring, we don't have goaltending. And so I I just can't – the lack of performance in the last few games, giving up 10, giving up 7, that is unacceptable. Quite pathetic, if you ask me. And then you look at this home record, and for this team to have one of the worst home records in the league, teams should be afraid to come into your barn to play. And we're giving up games like this in front of our home crowd. That's a great way to you know, have people not show up at the game. And the other thing, when we're looking at root cause for all this, too, and you're trotting out all these coaches, you know, there was one coach out of this last batch was Phil Housley. is a former player, did great with Team USA, but he couldn't even solve the, the performance for these kids, you know. And quite frankly, I like a lot of these players. There really is a lot of these guys that you're rooting for that you want to do well. Dylan Cousins, the way Darlene turned it around. I think the 10 like an enigma for the last 10 years. Can't figure this out, guys. And I'm just that's the thing that's the most frustrating thing for me. If it's not one thing, it's another. And this last few games just showed me that we're, we're – it's just not ready yet, you know, when we wanted to be. So thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for a long time it's been almost nothing going well, and now enough things are going well to be more mad about the things that aren't going well. You know I mean? Like they score a lot. They also give up a lot of goals. There's a question for you, Paul. I, I'll, I'll kind of wrap this into one question. Mm-hmm. Can a Don Granado team ever be good defensively? Yeah, because they, as he always says, it's not a system breakdown. It's, you know, they're playing with fear or they make bad decisions with the puck and that type of thing. So I think the the question is, can some of these young guys get over that yeah. and, he, and start making the, the decisions that need to be made where they're not giving the puck away, where they're not playing with fear? Um, Rasmus Dahlin, I asked him straight up last night, are you are you playing hurt? He just looks to me, he doesn't even look close to Rasmus Dahlin. Not even close. And he just simply said no. I said, are you playing hurt? He said no. But he hasn't scored a goal in 15 games. He hasn't been himself. Um, he looks like he's afraid to make a mistake. He's tentative out there in what he's doing. So that's huge right there. When Rasmus Dahlin isn't even close to being Rasmus Dahlin, and Tage Thompson isn't even close to being Tage Thompson. I mean, I keep saying it. Your best players have to be your best players. And this week, your best players haven't even been close. 
not even close you know, to, to, to being their best players. Yeah, the reason I ask it about you know a Granado team, for better or for worse, like it's an entertaining brand of hockey. I think a lot of people are pretty happy with how the Sabers look out there, and he's not one to you know staple a guy to the bench because of one bad turnover. He's going to let guys make mistakes as they're in a growth phase. He 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 talked about it earlier in the year, Paul, with the goalies. Like, yeah, uh, Lukanen, he's in his growth phase, and once he comes here, it becomes about winning, and we want to make sure the growth phase is still there. With a lot of these guys, they've all been in this growth phase where he wants to bring the best out of them. And from a points and a scoring standpoint, there's no doubt that has worked. And I guess I wonder if Kevin Adams, if Don Granado, are they... Again, it makes it sound like I think they can never do it. It's just a choice in how they coach and how they build a team. Are they ever going to be a team that's able to just lock it down and win a game 2 to nothing? that's boring? I don't know if that he wants to be. And I don't know that I want them to be. But... You know, these these numbers, these tens, these sevens, they're not even that unusual. And the games that they win, you know, they're giving up three, four, and five goals and getting wins when they score seven. So, you know, I remember a game where Lindy, late in the year, one of those years they missed the playoffs with Lindy, Paul, he, like, made a point how we could play boring, we could lock it down, and they did in some meaningless game in Boston. And I just wonder if Granado has that gear to, hey, tonight's opponent, we're going to have to play this style or if that's just something that the players on the team have to kind of come to learn through experience. The, the game that always comes to mind when you talk about that was the home Los Angeles game where they realized they were going to have to play the Kings a little bit different than what they normally do, and they did. And they did it masterfully. You know, it was 0-0 at the end of 40 minutes, and they they were very patient in what they were doing. And then they finally scored a goal, and when they scored the second one in the third period, Los Angeles had to come out of it. And then it was four more, and they won 6 nothing. But that's an outlier, you know, that they were able to do that. But they weren't turning the puck over. They were very patient in what they were doing. And, you know, with the style that they play now, and Granado makes no, no apologies for it. You know, he wants a an open style. You, you've heard him say before – Good teams outscore their mistakes, and I think that's what he's looking for, them outscoring their mistakes to become a good team. But you can't be absolutely, completely, totally oblivious to your coverages. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're blowing their coverages. It's not like they can't do it or they're not taught to do it, but they certainly aren't taught to do what you witnessed last night or what you witnessed in Boston in the last five minutes of the game. Um you know, turnovers, no coverages, everybody just all over the place, that type of thing. And uh, so I don't know if they can. I don't. I, I don't think Don Granado is interested. You're right. I don't think he's interested in a two nothing game. And can they win with that type of thought process? Because his thought process, he wants the other team to be worrying about the Buffalo Sabers. And he's even said it. He goes, "When was the last time?" teams had to worry about the Buffalo Sabres because it's, it's a long time. He goes, we want them to worry about, have to worry about us. And well, mission accomplished because teams are worried about Tage Thompson now. So they take him away. And now he doesn't know what to do because especially this week, teams have taken him away and they're just, you look at Tage Thompson's not beating us. Simple as that. We're, we're, we're going to bracket him. We're going to take him away. We're going to make it difficult on him, and somebody else in that team better be. Well, not Rasmus Dahlin's not playing the way Rasmus Dahlin can play. 
So now you've taken Tage Thompson away. You've got Rasmus Dahlin not playing up to his capabilities. Alex Tuck is injured. And, you know, they, they're not deep enough to overcome all that. Their best player being taken out of the game, their best defenseman not playing up to what he can, and a guy who's on a 40-goal pace injured. Paul Hamilton on the West Her Hotline. Thanks, Paul. Enjoy okay. enjoy Saturday. Patrick Kane in town with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Should be yeah. Big. And the thing is, they're playing all these all-star goalies, but, I mean, Skinner just stood on his head, but I don't – Ottinger didn't stand no. on his head. I thought Ottinger was uh, there for the taking, Paul. I didn't think he played very yeah. well at all. Yeah, Sorokin yeah. was – it wasn't like he stole the game for the Islanders at all. So, really, it'll be the fourth game in a row now you play an all-star goaltender. And really, in the first three, one of them, I think, has made a difference. Thanks, Paul. Yep. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. You'll hear him, uh, of course, on pregame and throughout the game tomorrow as well. Uh, Stats of the game, final stats of the game. Here's one for you. The Islanders, not the Islanders, the Stars had 19 high-danger chances in that game. Mm -hmm. It was 19-7 to on high-danger chances, including 10-1 to in the second period. Wow. Final stats of the game brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Your phone calls on the other side. Also, a new segment called The Callers Decide. <laughs> Let's do What are you deciding? Whether or not Joe is going to pay me money. Yep. You're just going to hand over the decision to them? Also, maybe how much? All of it. Yeah, no. Entirely in, in their hands. In their hands. The Callers Decide. That's next here on WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Draw goes to the corner. Thompson for Skinner. In front scores! Greenway goes to the net. Picks up his first as a Sabre, and the Buffalo Sabres are back in it. 
Trailing 3-1, to 24.8 to go in the opening period. Dan Dunleavy on the call. One of the first moments of the game for the moments in life. Go forth to Firth. All right, here's a little bit of a fun convo about that game last night. So, you're claiming I owe you money. I, I'm just uh, let's let's talk about Not quite oh. Let's talk about uh, etiquette, decorum. <laughs> All right, Jeremy White, Joe DiBiase. Good morning. So, you know, occasionally Joe and I will text each other during the day, like, "Hey, uh, I'm on." this person to score a goal or this team, you know, a little gambling talk. So here's a quick little little gambling story. So yesterday I'm looking to put five bucks somewhere on the Sabres game, something to root for, not not a betting against them. Yep. And I see Jordan Greenway anytime goal is plus 540. Now how that works is whatever dollar you bet, you get 5.4 times that back. So a $5 bet is going to return like 25 bucks. Uh-huh. Plus 540. In my brain, you know, looking at the plus 540, I thought, he was just thrown up on the Skinner and Thompson line. Mm -hmm. You tell me I can get a top-line player next to Tage Thompson at plus 540. Okay, I'm going to put five bucks on Jordan Greenway to score. And then, with this nugget of information, who did I reach out to and say, hey, by the way, Joe, Jordan Greenway, anytime goal, plus 540. You. This guy. Yep. And you bet it. I did. And you won. I bet ten to win fifty four. Fifty four dollars. Yeah, nice little chunk of change. All right. Do then I, I see a tweet. Do I get a tip? Not thinking about it at all. <laughs> I see a tweet. Shouldn't I get a tip here? I think I feel. I mean, you guys talked about Super Bowl squares and tipping this, when you win, and that's complete randomness. Here was just you know the smartest, sharpest information. It paid in the first period. It, it it did. This is it's got to be a, La- a Larry David curb your enthusiasm episode about this. When to tip? Well, do you tip on bets when you've been given the information? Yeah, your buddy gives you I, a tip I, and you hit it. Hey, thanks for the uh, thanks. I did look. Fa- uh, another sports book had it at like plus three seventy. Mm. Didn't do it there. So then I went to Fanduel to do it there. I think the first caller to give an answer should be our judge and jury. The first, the first caller. I mean, on twi- I mean, it could be the next five that say you're not tipping. What was what was the verdict on Sal Super Bowl squares tip dilemma? That's a good question. I think it was that you you don't you don't need to tip. But in a squares pool, the person's just hosting it, right? I, I guess, but but in, I guess, in one way, the only way you win is if this person reaches out to you for the pool in the first place. Right, right. If somebody invites you to a squares pool, like, oh, you know what? Thanks. Yes, I would like to be. And then you win, like, sure. You're going to give a tip because you were invited. Yes. This, I mean, this is more direct. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like a tip. Have you ever tipped anybody for, for betting like this? No. You've never done it? I, no. Would you, but you want to start the campaign? You know, I feel like it could be a little bit of a, a finder's fee, a little etiquette. So what are the... Somebody gives you the tip to bet Scheffler to win the Players' Championship. Then he does. Hey, here's five bucks. Thanks. Right. Here's 5%. I I would... I would want to explore this in different regions, too. Fantasy League Championship? Are you tipping the commissioner? Yeah, I was asked... If I was going to tip the commissioner this year, and as a commissioner of three leagues who has never received a single tip, yeah. I, my answer was no, mm-hmm. because I've never been tipped for running fantasy football. Hmm. I didn't realize people did that. Right. Tip for fantasy football. 
I'm not. I'm not saying I won't tip you. I'm even. I'm putting it in the in the in the caller's hands, the the Twitter sphere's hands. Whoever wants to make a decision on this, you got to stay with it though. You got to stay consistent. Also, does there have to be a minimum amount that qualifies for a tip? If I had, didn't you had somebody in your uh, your Twitter mentions that had bet fifty cents yes. on Jordan Greenway? Yes. At that point, what was the tip going to be? Ten cents. Yeah, probably pretty low. But. You know, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks might warrant a tip. There's got to be a line, though. At some point, there's a line where you graduate from. Not nah, too little. Don't, don't don't even bother. To okay, got the information. Now let's tip. I still had to make the bet myself. I still had to decide whether well, or not right. I, I liked it. I, I didn't take your phone from you and do it. Right. In which case, then yeah. you should definitely get a tip. Yeah. Twitter was uh, well fifty fifty on this. Hey, one thing about the Bills real quick. the We're talking about the restructures. Yeah. There could also be extensions. For who, though? Milano. Okay. You, Oliver is the name that it fits timeline-wise, but I don't think they're doing that, right? With him? What does that extension even look like? Bean did not sound like in his end-of-season press conference, that he was ready to give Ed Oliver an extension. I don't think... I think Ed Oliver is good as is as good as gone after this year. Okay. Milano has one more... Two more years, and then he would be a free agent at age 30. What's his cap hit? This year, it's $13.3 million. Right. Could you add years and drop that number? You could. Sure. So, extensions are also potential ways for the Bills to save a little bit of money. What about Micah Hyde? Cap hit? He is in the final year of his contract, and his cap hit is 10.5. Okay. He's 32, but of course coming off a, a major injury. Major injury. Um, past that, I don't really know that there's a good... There's another good name for this, though. That's what's going to make it tough. Um, so, But they could. It, it's tough when Oliver didn't become the player that you might have hoped. That he became, because that's that's a ten point five million dollar cap at this year with the fifth year option. So, yeah, Milano, Milano's the guy that fits I think the best. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Be on the lookout for uh, extensions and yep. restructures, and then free agency next week. It's going to be a, a frenzy uh, next week. Good question from Tim on Twitter. Uh, are you giving me five percent if the bet loses? <laughs> it's a reverse tip. <laughs> No, I'm taking this bet because no, in most part because if, you've reached out. Now I'm out of money if he doesn't score. Wait, no, that just means I'm investing in your bet. If I give you five percent of your in, I need to get five percent of the winnings. That's but just it, that's just betting. But isn't it the same thing either way? Like either way, you're kind of making an investment. Otherwise, I'm gonna start texting, start texting all my buddies, be like, hey guys, Jack Quinn. Plus 410 today to score a goal, and then if he doesn't score, I lose nothing. And if he does, I get I get money from everywhere. Venmo's fallen from the sky. Yeah. Jeremy writes in, Howard's been gone too long. The answer is you go to the vending machine and get him a candy bar. <laughs> That's right. I still, take- have, I still have Howard's apple pie in my fridge if you want it. Really? It's a week old. It's probably, probably, probably toast on that one. He never did eat that apple pie. He never ate that apple pie. I owe you the pick of I the week. I should mail it to him. Pick of the week when we get back. Close out here on a Friday, eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want to uh, be part of the show, happy to have you for really anything for that matter. Uh, Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe on WGR. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I owe everybody the pick of the week. And we're going to call in as well. Okay. It is... um, I supposed to do it yesterday. Sometimes I forget. Pick of the week is brought to you by Riverfront Auto Sales and their pick of the week, which this week at Riverfront pick of the week is a 2002 Ford Thunderbird convertible. This car is smoking. All leather, hard, and soft top convertible with only 18,000 miles. Get ready for spring and summer in this baby. Buy it now at RiverfrontAutoSales.com. Call Marty Sr. Marty Jr. 886-1626 for this 2002 Ford Thunderbird convertible. Okay, maybe today's not the convertible day because it's supposed to snow. Yep. But yesterday was supposed to be convertible day. You know what I had a thought at the game? I'll get you the pick in a moment. I was, so I'm at the Sabres game last night. They got roasted 10-4. to 4. I thought about you when I wondered, have you ever been to an NHL game where they didn't have nets up? Where they didn't? Oh, behind the glass? Yeah. Um, what, year did the, what year did the netting go in? I can't remember ever being at one, no. So I'm going to guess I haven't. I mean, the first game I ever go to is what, like 2001, maybe? 2002? It's two, maybe before it, that? So the NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman mandated nets in June of 2002. Okay. We've been 20 years, 21 years with nets yeah. behind the, gla- uh, you know, the glass. Oh, yeah. I don't even think about it. Like, I, I'm honestly, like, that. you could have said 1982 and I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like, it could have been the 80s for all I knew. It's the kind of thing where we're so used to them now. Yeah. Can you imagine sitting behind the glass when, without nets? No. No, I, I can't picture it. So there's no way I've been to a game. I mean, I, if I have, obviously, what, I'm five, four or five, so I don't remember it. Um, but people used to sit yeah. in the Sabres shoot, you know, shooting on the power play. Puck, puck gets deflected. And it's, that's pretty crazy. And it's a missile coming into the stands. Right. Yeah, that's pretty wild that it took that long. I mean, it still happens in other parts of the arena, but... But very rarely, obviously, yeah. in comparison. Yeah, 2002 2000, when they did that? 2002. I mean, you got Al McKinnis blasting like 105 mile per hour slap shots. If it deflects yeah. and goes up, just it was open season. It's terrifying. I mean, That's the, the, scary, yeah. There's the girl in Columbus that died. You know that, that, do you know that story? I, I Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Is yeah. that what caused the I think that was obviously rule. yeah a, a, a very very big part of it. Brittany Cecil I believe is her, was her name. Okay. Um sorry about that. Anyway, pick of the week. So the pick of the week hmm the Oscars are on Sunday. The Oscars are on. Could see if Top Gun's going to win best picture. <laughs> there's no chance that happens, right? No, there's no chance. It would be amazing. Sabres play the Rangers. Patrick Kane in. Patrick with, Kane, with, with yeah. The Rangers. He scored his first goal for them last night. Free agency. 
The Beckham workout. You know, we'll be able to watch it, I don't think. The Beckham workout. There'll be a live stream anywhere of that? Two of the four people on ESPN just said that the Bills would be the best fit for Beckham. Yep. And I'm ready to say if that happens next week, you know, it's, uh, it's going to add some juice. We're going to be, I think yep. we're going to be excited if that does happen. Um, and, oh, conference tournament week, of course, too. Like, you got tons of college basketball. It's yeah. A, it's a great weekend for that. Selection Sunday is coming up this Sunday. Next week, we'll be here on Thursday and Friday and, like, what, getting out and going and watching games at noon. Yep. Some of the best days of the year. Mike in Hamburg is on with us. Mike, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good. Hey, uh, had uh, just a weird thought. You guys may disagree with this, but um, Rasmus Dahlin, I'm, I'm personally not a fan. Um, yes, he can wow you just like Jack Eichel did once in a while, but he also, if you watch him, he costs you. Um, several turnovers. You watched last night. I think it was early in the first period. Shooting from the blue line, shooting the guy's shin pads. I think they ended up with a breakaway. Um, you know, maybe it's time to get rid of a guy like that without paying him twelve million dollars. You're already going to pay. Uh, you're going to pay Tuck. You're going to pay Cut. You pay Cousins now. You're playing uh, Tate Thompson. Why not trade him? Get a bunch of assets. Get a couple of solid stay-at-home defensemen. Get maybe a big scoring winger, and not pay this one guy. Twelve million dollars. Who, in my opinion, he, he kind of looks like he's running around out there, going and has no discipline whatsoever. And and this team just seems to have those type of players. And we always turn them either. I don't know if it's a system, but we turn them into average garbage players. And you look at Lightgo. What's he a twenty-one goal scorer now in, in Vegas? Twenty-two goals. That that's probably all he's ever going to be. And he's on a fantastic team. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that because I just. I just don't see it from Darlene what I thought we were getting with the goal scoring and up and down the ice. As I, I just don't see it. Well, Mike, my first as I'm trying to just figure out how I'm going to respond to this. My, my <laughs> here's what I thought in my brain: Rasmus Dahlin is as good at his job as Josh Allen is at his. Hmm. Fair. Yes. Yes. He's one of the two best in the world, man. I mean, think about the two-on-one against the Islanders. It's, it's Di- not even about specific plays. I know. It's not even about specific he, plays. You want to point to a, a puck that hits a shin pad, goes the other way. Rasmus Dahlin is as good at his job as Josh Allen is at his. That's my answer. So, you, I mean, you want to trade that guy and not I, pay him? I, I think you are uh, not having a good t- – I, I think I, you're I, overreacting a little I bit. I think it's not a, not right. I think a million things about it are not right. He is one of the best defensive defensemen in the entire league. Right. I was, you want to say, say you, you said he's the second best in the world. Is, are we sure he's not the best? He might be. That that's that's and the idea like some offensive defensemen get dogged defensively because of their offensive game. Dalene sure. is not one of them. Dalene's defensive game, just defensive game, yeah, is elite. Yeah. And if you want a stay-at-home defenseman, basically what you want is someone that's probably not as good as him right. at that that also isn't elite yeah. at the other thing that he does, which is put up a million points. He is as good as Josh Allen. That's my answer to your to your call. And honestly, even if you're one of the even if you're one of those guys that 
you want your defenseman to be mean and tough and you want to b- kind of throw the other team around a little bit. He hits. He he hit that earlier in the year. He hit that Sharks player like a freight train. Like he throws his body around. He's involved. He seems to start every scrum that starts every single game. So he's even got that if you want it. I yeah, I and I I think I like the Allen comparison. I think it's right. He's as good at his job as Allen is. It's the only way to drive home that, like, if you think this guy's bad, you're you're just you're you're, you're, off, you're off it. <laughs> um, but Paul said this morning he thinks Darlene is playing hurt currently. Last night I saw was his worst game in like four years for expected goals for. Okay, like, and he was the worst for the Sabers all night. Um, maybe he's still making nice plays, but yeah, I mean, it's it has not been the same since he returned from the injury. He's their most important player. He's their best player. Yes. Yeah, he's better than Thompson. Right? Thompson Thompson's great. Thompson's not in the conversation for the best in the world of what he does. Yep. And Darlene is. He'll be a Norris finalist probably, right? He's probably going to finish second. There actually was another survey the other day, um, this week, and I think he finished second. Maybe Carlson had 54 first place votes and Darlene had 36. For the, as the best defenseman in the league. The best defenseman in the league. Which means the best defenseman in the world. Right. Yep. 803-0550. Thanks, Mike. Just don't agree. We'll get a break. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.